Hi, this is Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist. I wanted to personally welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We are really glad that you are here because this podcast is designed to inspire people, live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. Welcome to EI Cafe with Azim Season 4. I give a late look back at the lives and business of today's most important elements with emotional intelligence. You will learn how emotional intelligence can be a key factor for your success in both personal and professional life. You will hear key life lessons and tips from most prominent personalities, business leaders, entrepreneurs, EI practitioners and executive coaches from all over the world. Just to let you know, you can watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. So sit back, relax with a cup of coffee and let's get into the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim. Inspiring people made stronger with our exclusive knowledge partner, Bristol Institute checked into EI Cafe as the exclusive knowledge partner for season 4. Bristol Institute, affiliated to University of the West of England, which is ranked 21st and the highest ranked UK university in Sri Lanka, which offers MBA, MSc in Accounting and Finance, LLM in Commercial Law, BSc Accounting and Finance, BA in Business Management, BSc, MSc in Nursing and Foundation Studies. Bristol Institute is committed to produce graduates who are equipped with knowledge and skills to leverage new opportunities and to creating exceptional value in the corporate as well as in the public sector. For more information, please log on to www.bristolinstitute.edu.lk or check out this podcast note for more information. From deadlines and performance quotas to budget cuts, restructuring, the workplace can be a very stressed environment. At the right level, stress is not necessarily a bad thing and can actually motivate and challenge your team, encourage creativity and improve productivity. But when the pressure for an employee to perform meet expectations or face uncertainty becomes overwhelming. The consequences of physically, emotionally, and organizationally can be troubling and get in the way of achieving success. The result of too much of stress for too long can be burnout. Burnout is a mental, emotional, and physical state of exhaustion. A very warm welcome to the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim Season 4. I'm your host, Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist, Lego Series Play facilitator, ICF certified coach, and emotional intelligence practitioner. 
Here we are again for another exciting episode of 30 minutes of valuable learning. Just to remind that, Inspiring made most stronger with our exclusive knowledge partner, Bristol Institute, uh, affiliated to the University of the West of England, which is ranked 21st and the highest ranked UK university in Sri Lanka. For more information, please do check the podcast note. So you heard the topic, the introduction for the topic. So today we are going to talk about emotional burnout, very important topic for the time and its impact for employee performance. To discuss about this, I have one of my colleagues all the way from UK. Let me introduce her. She's a learning and performance consultant, a coach, a radio presenter, and a host like me, or something called Emotioneering Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of Modern Mind Group. <laughs> Melissa, welcome to the cafe. Thank you, Azeem. It's a great cafe to be invited to, the EI Cafe. I can't think of a better cafe that I would ever want to be at. Thank you. Absolutely. I think this is the right moment to be in this cafe because uh, we all are experiencing difficult times. The whole idea for this podcast to come, even the birth of this podcast was a, because of the pandemic. So I really want people to really experience how this cafe can be a, uh, inspire people to mean, live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. So Melissa, you heard the introduction, you heard the topic. Uh, this, the topic is very close to your heart. Uh, you love talking about it. Emotional burnout and its impact of for employee performance. So Melissa, in that line, um, I know it's very close to your heart. I'd like to hear from you. Tell us about you and why this topic is important to you. Well, it, it's definitely important to me because I've experienced burnout in the workplace. Um, you know, I've, I've been a management consultant, a learning and performance consultant. I was working globally, um, flying here, there and everywhere, having this uh, drive and this purpose to help other people. But often that comes with a lot of work. It comes with a lot of deadlines, a lot of pressure. And all of those things combined started to really affect me mentally. Uh, not only that, I, I lost my dad uh, quite dramatically uh, to a heart attack whilst I was working as a management consultant. So throw that into the mix, a high pressure um, situation, a lot of energy and enthusiasm that was needed with the work as well. And you've got yourself a, a pretty strong mix for emotional burnout that we're going to obviously dig a little bit deeper into today. I, I see the challenges as to why um, businesses maybe aren't so aware of it and maybe even from a, a, an individual's perspective. So I know we're going to talk a bit more to that, but it, it really is something for people to be a lot more aware of because ultimately, Azeem, you can, as an individual, get so far down the burnout line that it is very difficult to then come back from and it can affect your health long term. Um, you can end up with chronic fatigue. You can end up with um, emotional illness or disorders because it is prolonged uh, for a longer period of time. So, yes, I'm extremely passionate about helping people in the workplace stay ahead of their game, but also understand a little bit more of, of what may be happening to them if they're experiencing this. Absolutely. I think um, you needed a couple of important elements. Um, life is really important. Right. Um, 
considering that emotion is part of our lives you can't differentiate or separate it uh, it's a really tough one so in that context uh, melissa for a better one uh, benefit of our listeners um, if we can really elaborate a bit more what is exactly emotional burnout we heard about you no know, other burnouts you know exercise you know you know put your fat you know burn your fat and all it's there but what is this emotional burnout how does it well, create um, yeah so okay so i should i should also frame this what i didn't tell you in the beginning when we were doing the introduction was that i've also been through counseling myself due to that burnout due to life challenges that that arised and came up and after that what i decided to do was actually become a counselor so i went and studied to be a counselor because as a consultant what i wanted to understand more was the link between our emotional state our mental health the performance whilst i understood a lot of the psychology of performance and the operations within business i really wanted to know more about people and how we can help them when they are feeling this way but let me come back to burnout burnout itself actually is a workplace phenomenon and the reason that i say that is that basically medical professionals since the 1970s when it started to come up that this burnout was happening within in the workplace it, people were going to doctors or go or talking to other people they weren't complaining about their life they were complaining that they were feeling this because of the work that they're in and the medical community have actually argued since the 1970s on what to classify it as because if you classify emotional burnout as a mental illness then you're putting the ownership and the responsibility on the individual when actually because an organization is responsible for its employees the procedures the um liabilities all of that there's this line so that they they didn't want to put the ownership on the people but they didn't want to put complete direct ownership on the the workplace so it kind of sits at the moment where it is important for the workplace to look at but there is also a little bit of personal ownership that can be taken from it but it does definitely originate from the workplace so that's why i think we should we should put our, out in there at the moment there has been research that has been done to suggest that 63% of people identify with workplace burnout and emotional burnout. That's a pretty high phenomenon. So whilst they put it as workplace phenomenon, 63% is pretty high uh, out of people. If you look at how many people are in the world for that to be a phenomenon, that is something that uh, can be managed. That is something that can be eased, can be improved uh, and something that we definitely should be talking about. I really get the point. Um, what I sense, uh, and you know, getting a feeling that Melissa is that typically emotional burnout is existing or coming out in the workplace. And uh, you did say about the research. In, in that context, what are the challenges in the workplace with emotional burnout? How does it really connect emotional burnout in the workplace? Why not at home, or why not with the friends, or why not you know with the relatives? what what is the whole connection well it's it's interesting because a lot of what we do for work is to do with fulfillment to do with getting ahead in life and in the workplace we spend a lot of our time there right if you're working in a job it's a minimum of 40 hours you might be putting more there might be overtime there may be travel involved there's a lot of time to be spending in the workplace so we actually spend more time at work than we do at home anyway right that's a fact that's a, a lot of what happens 
And now that many people are working remotely or from home, the lines are getting a lot more blurred mm -hmm. as well, which is also is also happening. Whereas home used to be maybe a sanctuary or somewhere you could escape to, um, we're finding that those lines are a little bit more blurred now, especially if you're working from home. On the flip side of that, there may be challenges that people um, have at home that mm. then they find the workplace at sanctuary. Let's not, let's not say that everybody is going through burnout or that the workplace is a bad place to be. Yeah. But that's why, because when you are affected by the workplace, the demands on you and the things that happen, there's a lot of things that go on in the workplace. And detrimentally, a lot of it is to do with the relationships that we have with the people um, in the workplace that we have. But, but here's a bit of a challenge as to why it may not be addressed in the way that it could be. One, that people within the workplace don't understand their impact on it. So leaders not necessarily being educated or informed on how they play a part in the burnout in themselves and individuals not being informed and educated on what burnout is and how to identify and have that self-awareness in themselves. So those are two very mm. clear challenges that, that can occur um, mm. when it comes to this particular topic because why i asked this is it's no it is always related to pressure it is always related to performance because the whole top the, you know when you burn out we always think like is it draining uh, emotions are stuck we can't think it's it's we can't move aside because it's looked like sort of a paralyzed situation um you know we can't solve the problem we, we can't move forward so this particular element of pressure uh, achieving KPIs, uh, time factor, are these are the key ingredients to create this emotional burnout? What do you think? Not necessarily. So, so that here's here's the thing: when it comes to KPIs and performance, they are a positive part of the workplace. It's when they're accompanied by a negative, toxic environment that they then become um, something that, that is too mm. pressurizing. Um, so there's a, collect, there's a collection of things around that can, that can affect an individual, but goals themselves and objectives are great because mm. they, they give us positive things to move towards for improvement and achievement. Mm. The way that those goals are communicated with us, the way that our performance is communicated, and you can hear the word communication coming a lot in there, Absolutely. by others, creates anxiety, creates fear, and that's mm. where we can start to feel uncomfortable with what is going on. Mm. That being said, accountability is one mm. of the most motivating factors when somebody follows up with you on what you said you were going to do. Mm. Let's also look at that in, in the context of outside of the workplace. Often you don't have many people holding you accountable mm. to what you said you were going to do or achieve. So yes, there's probably an element to that. You know, mm. if people, if you don't say, if you, if you don't keep up appearances, if you don't commit to the things that you say you're going to do outside of work or in your, in your personal life, chances are you part ways. You don't, you know, you're not friends anymore. When you commit to a job and you enter into a workplace contract, there are expectations that go with that. So therefore, yes, the, the stress level is going to be a little bit higher. If the environment is a strong, supportive, encouraging environment, then you may not get burnout. Mm. But again, mm. it's only possible to have that balance when you are informed and educated on how 
human beings behave, how you can improve their well-being, mm-hmm. as well as looking for the performance balance. Is that, is that, is that what you were looking for a little bit? Absolutely, yes. Uh, I think it was nicely placed by you um, because the reason is there is a connection, what I, my perspective, there is a connection when you have that emotional burnout and the performance, um, you know, people will not be able to really concentrate, be able to focus um, because they are not at the present state of mind or concentrate, you know, able to be so mindful to really uh, go for that particular drive. So Melissa, in, in, in that line, you did talk about the previous conversation about leadership, right? Um, here, what I want really want from you, uh, the, my next question is in this line. For a leader to really understand that his or her subordinate is going through a burnout, what would be the symptoms? In fact, not only for the leaders, whole the culture, or the environment, or the organization, what are key symptoms of a burnout for, to, for us to easily identify that this person is going through this pace? Yeah, so there's quite a few. Uh, just to concentrate it down for the sake of the podcast and to keep it under 30 minutes, uh, I'll just talk to a few of them. So the things that they may be experiencing, depleted energy, right? So they're feeling like they have, they don't have the energy for the things that they previously had energy for within their work, okay? It could be uh, standing up, delivering a training day. It could be just generally turning up. They're just completely exhausted. Detachment to relationships. They're no longer... Um, being able to connect with the people in the workplace that they used to, maybe not saying that they want lunch with them, maybe not picking up the phone or having conversations. Demotivation and detachment from the work. This is probably one that is the highest. But, you know, there's often that quote that says, what do you do when your most passionate people become quiet? Well, start worrying because you've changed the environment because that Mm -hmm. person came into this business extremely passionate, extremely engaged, and now they're not. So what has happened, and and we have to take ownership of that in the workplace, what has happened in the workplace directly to impact that person's motivation with their role? It could be outside and that could be external, Mm -hmm. but unless we ask the question, we're not gonna know, right? Lower productivity, they're not able to do the output that they used to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they were, managing i don't know to respond to 50 emails a day and now they're only able to do Mm. 20 Mm. they're just a lot slower in their approach they could be very pessimistic so whether this person was very optimistic and positive they're now saying critical things like Mm. oh the business doesn't care about me that will never happen nothing ever changes around here Mm. um and also mental and emotional exhaustion just Mm. having difficulty making decisions can mm. also be affected through burnout so so those mm. are some of the key ones i would say to look for mm. but uh you got my eye caught on the element like the staff is coming very much uh, enthusiastic excited to get it done but where the time goes his energy levels goes down his respond the way he respond has gone down his initiative has gone down his creativity has gone down so i think that is one of the key highlight i'm going to take out this particular conversation today so uh melissa in that line um here's something really important also um you did say a uh, little on the introduction and the, the early stage of the conversation some of the reason to be you know burnout can happen one or two you'd like to share with us very key ones uh, yeah, so Gallup did a survey. They actually surveyed, surveyed over 7,500 employees. And you can find that online, that research. Um, unfair treatment at work. Basically, sort of treating other people differently. 
So that not inclusive environment, right? Diversity is being invited to the party, inclusion is being invited to dance. You know, it's about ensuring that you are fair with the people in the workplace. An unmanageable workload, right? Mm. Um, giving people things and expecting them to be able to do it. Um, they might be asking for it in the beginning, but maybe it becomes a challenge to, to manage that. Lack of role clarity. If you mm. haven't, if, and this happens a lot because someone will start at a certain job in a company and then they'll get promoted or they'll start to take on other projects and then the lines become blurred. And now there's no understanding of, well, what does success look like? Am I being successful? There's, there's too much um, dotted lines and, mm. and not enough clarity on what is going on. The number one for me is unsupportive uh, or lack of communication from the leader or the manager. Mm. That person has, as a leader, has the ability to make a person or break a person. And I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. The way that that leader interacts with them impacts their whole entire life. So, and, and I'll come on to that a little bit later, maybe when we start to, to dig into more of those, but I, I couldn't be more clear on that, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that, Melissa. I think really, really spot on the way you communicate, the way you treat, the way you handle, I know the way you delegate also can, you know, it really impacts. In that line, my next question is, what can be the impact on the performance if you are not properly communicated and not given and you're drained out what about the performance? Well, it's, it's completely through the floor, isn't it? It's um, it, Look at it this way. From a performance perspective, you're either going to have presenteeism or absenteeism. They're either going to get to the point that they break, that they're now off with work-related stress or burnout, they're exhausted, they're now off work. Or they're calling in sick and they're not telling you why. That could also be happening. Or on the flip side of that, there is presenteeism. That person is feeling the way they are, but they are continuing to show up every day. Mistakes are going to happen, right? That is what's going to happen. Relationships are going to be affected. There's going to be more conflict in the workplace because of that potentially. Uh, it could be that they're now affecting the customers because their responses to your clients or customers are now very different to how they maybe would have responded before. And now you're getting more complaints because of it. So, it affects the whole environment. The culture is affected by that person now being more pessimistic or less willing to take more workload, right? All of it gets affected. Absolutely. I think um, that's why, uh, you know, and with the help of the pandemic, this topic has come very much on top, right? Emotional burnout, uh, mental well-being, mental health, a diverse, uh, diversity and inclusion. I think it creates a big impact uh, to organizations. Um, so in terms of that, Melissa, what can companies do to lower the burnout and improve employability? What, what are the key things you can share? If you have some example, you can share as well. Yeah. I, so first of all, what I would say is to make well-being strategies business as usual. They are not a project. They're not a one-time thing. It's not, oh, let me just get somebody in to do a motivational speech and that'll fix the problem. No, it's not going to work. If the well-being of your people also means that they feel trusted, supported, and they feel comfortable and confident to express themselves. So then what it comes to is leadership development. Develop your leaders, give them the tools and the skills to enable and improve their emotional intelligence. All businesses say that emotional intelligence is the key to better performance and better leadership. 
only 5% of organizations actually invest in initiatives to improve the performance of their leaders from an emotional context. Um, we're not in we're not in 1990 anymore. It is time to embrace well-being. So make it business as usual, not just a project mm. to do. It mm. has to be part and parcel of what you do. Mm. I think I think you're spot on. I think uh, this is where the organization need to really be built in terms of values and their culture. Um, you know, otherwise it's just a project. You know, you start the project and you're done the project and you forget about it and you'll not be able to have a, you know, um, reinforcement, uh, have a look back, nothing, because I mean, it's a keep on going as business as usual as Jad. I think there's more element where you create that emotional intelligence culture where everybody, you know, really look after them very well to create that high performing organization. So, Melissa, thank you very much for sharing that golden nuggets for us. It's really interesting, you know, when you talk about this particular element. Unfortunately, um, you know, this part of the world, emotional burnout uh, is just just coming to the surface. That's why I picked this topic and picked you, so I can, you know, spread the message across why this is really important in terms of an organization context. So, Melissa, so you know, you know, time has come to an end. Before I let you go, I want something from you. So I always get my guests key takeaways to give for our listeners. So what would be one or two key takeaway from this particular topic, this episode, uh, you want our listeners to take away? What would be that? So for those that are employees, what I would say is have a think about what has changed for you in terms of your motivation and whether you are comfortable having that conversation with leadership. Because what I also would say is, and I used to say this to my team a lot, I cannot stop you from drowning if I don't know you're in the pool. So express, attempt to express yourself first and say what is going on so that people can help you and can support you. If, if you are a leader listening to this, what I'd suggest you do right now is you contact every team member that you have for no reason other than to tell them what a great job they are doing in the areas that they are excelling in. No improvements, just Make them feel valued. Just tell them something good today because whilst they might be doing a lot of work and you know you appreciate it, you're not communicating it. So make sure that they're aware of how you feel. Fantastic, Melissa. Thank you very much for those two uh, different uh, perspectives getting into this particular So that's the time that we have, ladies and gentlemen, for today. My key takeaway is keep informed, understand the emotions of the employees, and leaders need to be really uh, aware about what's happening in the workplace. Keep up to date, so they will also be, uh, you know, very and uh, you know, excited about what they want to work, so their performance can go up. I believe our listeners got plenty of takeaway from uh, Melissa today. So uh, my special thanks to Melissa Karan, founder and CEO of Modern Mind Group. You can get connected to Melissa via her via her social media, like LinkedIn. She's really active. And uh, you can get into Instagram as well and Clubhouse also. She's very active as well. So if you want to explore what uh, Melissa does, log on to www.modernmindgroup.co.uk for more information what she does. So Melissa, once again, thank you very much for your valuable time you have spent in the cafe and to inspire people to live a meaningful life and of course, with their passion. You're very welcome. It's been amazing to be at the cafe with you, Azim. Thank you. Your productivity, 
the high level of anxiety associated with excess stress and the exhaustion and apathy that come with burnout can clog up workflows causing workers to miss deadlines quotas complete the task at an unacceptable slow rate employees suffering from excessive stress or burnout may feel disconnected from the world around them drained from the energy and may also experience strain on a personal and professional level further demotivation and detachment as well further melissa did share that organizations should consider well-being strategy as business as usual and not as another project develop leaders with relevant tools and techniques that enable emotional intelligence unhealthy stress and resulting burnout can take a heavy toll on all aspects of your team's performance i hope this episode was very beneficial to you and your business my special thanks to melisha karan founder and ceo of modern mind group for spending her valuable time in the cafe do stay tuned for the next episode where i'll be taking up another interesting topic ei cafe with azim the 30 minutes are valuable learning keep listening keep learning and keep improving for tuning in to this episode of EI Cafe with Azim we are sure do hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions please do reach out to me if you haven't done so already make sure you are subscribed to the show which is available in all major podcast platforms you are notified when a new episode is posted so read it review and leave a comment and share with your friends thank you so much for listening and i hope you are leaving some great things that can help you in your life every day please do follow me on social media m azim sahil and do write to me what topics and from whom do you want to hear it from we will try to get them on board for you till i meet you another episode checking out of the cafe my name is azim sahil stay safe and god bless you